All right. Well, hello and welcome. Welcome into Low. Today is Thursday, which means that it is vlog day. Just a heads up on this here vlog day, this Thursday, I'm actually going to be flying to Chicago. I will be in Chicago for two days and then I am flying home. So comments, uh, PMs, YouTube stuff, email stuff, there will be a delay in getting uh, in getting any sort of reply from me because I will be indisposed at Vape Bash 2015. Very excited, very, very excited about, uh, very, very excited about that. But uh, as we move onward into this blog, dude, I got a lot of stuff to talk about. It is it is ridiculous. Uh, I don't even think I'm going to be able to cover half of the stuff that I want to cover, but uh, but we're going to try. We're going to try our best to get through this. Of course, we have a lot of shout outs to do. There was, uh, I got emailed by Johnson's Creek after I did that Blue video. I actually got a comment from Blue on that video that I did that was the future of vaping. We're gonna talk about Canadian advocacy. Uh, we're gonna talk about North Carolina advocacy. Altria and Lorillard as well. There's some news on them. I'm gonna try to do some first impressions. I am gonna try to get in some retro vaping and I am gonna try to get in some beer. So here's how we start this off. April was my birthday. I wanna give everybody a big thank you for all the birthday wishes. My fly's down right now and I can feel it. You can't see it, but it's annoying me. Okay, wanna thank everybody for all the birthday wishes. Uh, it was crazy, I had a great birthday. I actually celebrated my birthday one day early. We were up at uh, VPX in Niagara Falls in uh, New York and that was just a really great event. Um, I don't wanna talk too heavily about VPX just cause it's a lot. I could dedicate an entire vlog to VPX, but it was a fan fucking experience. I got to hang out with my nearest and dearest friends, uh, Matt, Vanessa, Ruby Roo, uh, CJ. I mean, there's so many people to list that if I start listing them, I will forget all of them. Okay, let's try. Uh, Erica, Cam, uh, Jacob, Omboy, OC, Twisted Messes, Squid Dude, uh, Jess Marie, of course, tons of other people, tons of other people. Did I forget anybody? Yeah, I probably forgot somebody. CJ, of course, CJ, Mr. Vaping Monkey. Uh, who else was there? Amy, uh, Amy Jeanette, that's her name, right? I'm gonna feel like a jerk if that's not her name. Yes, <laughs> Amy was there. Uh, of course, uh, Fresh Skater Jay was there. There was just uh, a lot of people there and it was a really, really, really great event. And I was saying this on VP Live. I love vape events, but I love vape events for different reasons than most people love vape events. Uh, the way that I gauge my fun level at a vape event is generally the people I get to hang out with. Of course, it's cool to go there, taste new juices, see new mods, you know, do giveaways, do product throws, uh, talk to the vaping militia, do advocacy. Generally, my enjoyment of a vape meet comes from the people that I get to spend time with. And in this case, I got to spend time with a lot of, uh, with a lot of really, really, really cool people. Um, but I celebrated my birthday up there. Uh, Ruby, Matt, and V took me out for sushi. We ate sushi Niagara Falls style. I ordered a drink uh, that had 
fire on it uh, and it was just delicious and the sushi was just fantastic but yeah so thank you huge thank you to them my nearest and dearest friends for taking me out to sushi additionally thank you for all the birthday wishes uh, via social media Instagram Twitter and Facebook I do want to give a shout out to Cheeksy she sent me a package of of uh she sent me a birthday gift, basically. She sent me multiple birthday gifts, but one of them is the coolest thing I've ever seen. Uh, I don't have a growler. I've never had a growler, and now I have one. Courtesy of Cheeksy, it says, Grimm's Brewery, established 2015. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Um, this is freaking cool. I want to take this like to Ballast Point or to Stone and just fill it up with something delicious. I'm... Uh, Oh, I'm so excited to use this, and uh, so Cheeksy, thank you so much, so, so much for the uh, for the birthday gift. Additionally, I got a, a Stormtrooper bobblehead. Yeah, Stormtrooper bobblehead, and chapstick, because reasons, because chapstick, but, uh, but yeah, so thank you, Cheeksy, so much for that. Um, had a great birthday, another year, you know, uh, in the tubes, I'm just getting older every day. <clears throat> feels good man um the older i get uh the happier that i am believe it or not youth is not wasted on the young uh the older you get the the better you feel the better you are as a person i believe so first thing i want to talk about um before we get into any beer i'm going to cover a couple of these subjects johnson creek Johnson Creek emailed me. So in my future of vaping video, in that video where I was talking about how blue, you know, all these sigalikes, that's, <laughs> if we don't do something, that's going to be the future of, the, of vaping. And I still have this awful, awful thing right now. Should I take a toot? I think I should. Still bad. Still bad. Okay, good. Good, still bad. But in that video, I had there's a logo, uh, Johnson Creek logo on the back. And so Christian from Johnson Creek Smoke Juice emailed me, and uh, he gave me permission to share this uh, publicly. I asked first, but he gave me permission to share it publicly. He says, hey, Nick, I hope you're well. Thank you, Christian. I am well. I wanted to touch base with you because I'd like to adjust something about the Blue Sigs Menthol review video that you posted on YouTube. Uh, as I think many know, Johnson Creek developed and made the e-liquid that Blue used in their pre-filled cartomizers and disposable e-cigs. It's pretty well known. Uh, what perhaps some do not know is that Johnson Creek stopped selling e-liquid to Blue quite a long time ago. In fact, the last batch of menthol we made for Blue was in December of 2013, almost a year and a half ago. And the last menthol shipment we sent them was the following January. That means that this is a year and a half old juice. A year and a half old juice. I challenge you to go into any vape shop and find juice that's a year and a half old that they're willing to sell you, but apparently 7-Eleven and Blue Sigs are willing to sell me year and a half old, uh, year and a half old juice. I bring this up because I think it should be taken into consideration when reviewing a product that involves something as important as subjective and subjective as taste and flavor. Uh, the, the point of that video was not uh, a review of the Blue Sig. It was, uh, it was much, much more, something bigger than that. It was about activism. It was about uh, taking action and the, and the possible future of vaping. It wasn't necessarily a review for Blue, uh, but it was quite, uh, quite terrible. Sorry, fucking Facebook notifications. Let's get those out of the way. <clears throat> 
We're also pretty obsessive about our labs and the quality is just not, uh, and the quality not just of our liquid, but our entire manufacturing process. Uh, the high, but the highest quality e-liquid will not likely taste the same over a year and a half uh, after the manufacture date uh, as it does a few days or a few months after. Few consumable products will. At any rate, I just wanted to point out that you were reviewing a unit with liquid made back in 2013 and I felt this was an important fact. Personally, I love your reviews and many of our team watch them. I wanted to pitch my two cents on this one as I think it's important to the conversation. Finally, we'd also like to extend uh, an invitation. Uh, they want me to come out to their facility at their expense in Wisconsin, perhaps tape some of our newest creations that we're going to launch pretty soon. If you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out. Uh, hope we can host you in Wisconsin. Possibly, uh, Christian, that could be very cool for our viewers, maybe to see where, uh, where Johnson's Creek is based out of. I have a very busy travel schedule, so I'm not sure that's exactly in the cards right now. Um, so basically, the nuts and bolts of this is yes. Johnson Creek developed and made liquid for Blue Sig's Lorillard Big Tobacco. They stopped this in January of 2014. Uh, the last batch they made was in 2013. So they are not doing that anymore. Johnson's Creek is not making liquid for blue anymore. And the the the, the little e-cig, the little blue that I got from 7-Eleven is over a year and a half old. Year and a half old. I'm shocked. I am appalled at you blue cigs for just, what happened to FIFO? If What happened to uh, rotating products, you know, in a timely manner, like selling the oldest ones first and then having the new stock behind it and, and making sure that this doesn't sit on the freaking shelf for a year and a half? No wonder, uh, no wonder Blue isn't, uh, you know, uh, doing well because apparently this has been sitting around for a year and a half before I finally, you know, was a sucker and bought it. Ridiculous. Anyway, thank you, Christian, uh, for reaching out to me and uh, some clarification on that. Blue themselves, <clears throat> who are owned by Lorillard, but there's a little interesting fact a little bit later on with that. Blue, who's owned by Lorillard, left a comment on that video. Um, some of you may have seen it. It says, Grim Green. It may sound surprising, but we kind of agree with you. <laughs> the disposable you are using currently is not the future of vaping. It's too bad you didn't decide to purchase a Blue Plus, which is an actual tank versus a cardamizer, and it produces a lot more vapor. You're not going to impress me, Blue, with your... Okay, I don't want to sound like I'm being a dick. Uh, everybody deserves a chance to speak their mind. And I just want to say that you are not going to impress me, Blue, with your tank system that we were all probably using back in 2011. The flavors have also been completely reformulated, kind of backing up what Christian from Johnson Creek has just said. As for the disposables, we're also making some major changes to the disposables as well. Saying that there will be no more innovation simply isn't true. At least from our side, we are making innovations. It should be noted that we also sell an open tank system in the EU. It should also be noted that based on the design, this most likely was a very old disposable. Yeah, year and a half old, Blue. If you would like uh, to give us another shot, we would happy to be sending you a product uh, that 
for a fair uh, review. Uh, our submission to the FDA, we advocated to keep open tank systems on the market. You can view the FDA submission here. And they sent me a link to a PDF, which is interesting because it do, it's, it's like, uh, you know, 18 pages. Uh, I'll post a link in the description so you can read it for yourself. But it's basically Lorillard's submission via regulations.gov concerning the new FDA deeming regulations. Uh, it's a lot to read. Uh, they go on and on about uh, opportunities presented by electronic cigarettes. Um, Lorillard offers a number of proposals on how the FDA should implement its tobacco authorities in a manner that will advance public health and align the interests of the industry. I mean, Lorillard is a pro sauce company. They're in the billions, buh, billions with a B dollar company. So yes, of course, all their stuff is going to be very, very uh, professional, very, very well done. But uh, they go through the whole song and dance as far as they offer up the black background on electronic cigarettes, an overview of their products. Um, Blue is committed to ensuring the quality integrity of its, of its products, responsible marketing, uh, other actions that the FDA could should take as part of its initial regulation of electronic cigarettes. Uh, the FDA should enable electronic manufacturers to utilize the substantial equivalency pathway, which is something that has been brought up many, many times before. The FDA should streamline the M the PMTA pathway for electronic cigarettes to encourage innovation. Uh, they go over chemical and toxicological toxicological lab analysis, uh, chemical compositions. They went in depth. And this raises a huge question of would we accept help fighting the FDA from big tobacco? Would we? Would we accept that help? We see a lot of companies, uh, Henley is one of them, uh, Moshi Juice is one of them. They have shirts, mods, juice bottles that are all branded with fuck big tobacco. Yeah, fuck big tobacco. And that's been like our battle cry as far as legislation and advocacy is fuck big tobacco. We're vapors. We're doing this our own way. What if it came down to it? What if we needed help from Lorillard or Altria? What if what if we needed their help? Would we accept it? This is kind of uh, this is kind of an open-ended conversation. I don't have any I don't have any tidbits of wisdom for you or anything like that. Um, <clears throat> but would we? It's something to think about. It's definitely something to think about. Would we accept by accepting help from big tobacco? That means maybe that we would get to keep uh, mods and rebuildable dripping atomizers and childproof uh, dripper bottles. Maybe by accepting help from Big Tobacco, we would get to keep our vape shops and our cloud comps and our model searches and our Instagram accounts of vape porn stuff. Maybe by accepting help from Big Tobacco, how do, how do you feel about that? I don't know how I feel about that. I'm really torn on the subject. Um, it's, it's an interesting, uh, 
it's an interesting subject to uh, it's an interesting subject to bring up. Talk about it. Talk about it with your friends. Talk about it on Facebook. Would we accept help from Big Tobacco? And it's interesting because you go to the Lorillard site, and I was just trying to do some research on this company that I really don't know much about, but I ended up on a on a page. It's their 404 page. I randomly ended up there. Lorillard. The company that just submitted all this FDA uh, stuff, all their all their comments, all their big PDF of FDA stuff, says Lorillard has been uh, has agreed to be acquired by Reynolds American, RJR, the biggest, the biggest, uh, you know, block in in vaping. The biggest enemy of vaping is RJR, is Reynolds American just purchased Lorillard in a stock and cash transaction that had an implemented enterprise value of 27 billion. That's billion with a B, billion dollars. Billion dollars. So Lorillard, even though they may have been going to bat for vaping via the FDA regulations, they just, uh, they apparently have been bought by uh, RJR. And forgive me if this is old news, but I don't see a date on here. I ended up on their 404 page, so I may not be able to link to it. Oh, okay. I can link to their 404 page. I can link to their 404 page, <laughs> which is interesting. So, yeah, I'm going to put that in the description as a... Uh, as well, we are getting into this. Um, let me just do one more thing before we get to beer. Uh, the Vaping Canadian uh, sent me a link to the Canadian Vaping Association. So all of our friends in Canada, uh, they they are wondering and they keep emailing me and a lot of other people about, uh, you know, do we have a CASA? Do we have a SAFADA? Do we have any sort of activism, anything up here? Yes. Yes, you do. The Canadian Vaping Association. Um, you can go to their website. They have updates, call to actions. You can see who their board members are. You can become a member if you are in Canada. CVA's position on electronic cigarette regulations. Um, appropriate regulation is necessary. E-liquid is not tobacco and should not be regulated and defined as a new combustible product category. Uh, E-cigarettes should be classified as tobacco harm reduction products and not smoking cessation devices. E-cigarettes are not proven to be 100% safe, but are safer than combustible cigarettes. They have a whole list of call to actions, their mission statements. I'll link to it in the description. Canadian Vaping Association, uh, because I know a lot of people in Canada, <laughs> Canada, the land of hockey and maple syrup. Uh, we're wondering about uh, we're wondering about if they had anything like that. So, uh, so yeah. Moving forward in the vlog, um, if you haven't yet, go watch Ruby Roo's uh, VPX wrap up. There was one night, I believe it was Saturday night, Saturday night, Saturday night. Um, where <clears throat> it was easily 4.30 in the morning, maybe 5 in the morning, and 
we were walking back to the hotel and we got, got the brilliant idea to shoot video. I believe it was her idea. I don't think it was my idea. I believe it was her idea. So we uh, shot video and we thought we were a lot funnier than we really were. And there's a lot of bad Canadian jokes. And we went so far as to just, we just started listing Canadian celebrities. We're like William Shatner, Avril Lavigne. And so uh, it was, it was fun uh, for us and it translated. I think it's funny on video. But definitely go watch her video. I'll post a link to it in the description uh, under one of the categories. But uh, but you should definitely watch her video. So what I want to do now is beer. So this beer is from when I went beer shopping, and uh, I'm gonna look that up. I'm gonna look it up right now on Beer Advocate. Can anybody guess what it is? Can anybody guess what I'm doing today? Can anybody guess what I'm doing today? So this is the Samuel Smith. Now, in the Ruby Roo video, she kind of came down on me for uh, for drinking only stouts and porters and dark beers. And I always say, oh, I'm a beer guy, but I really only drink dark beers. And she's absolutely right. You know what? I need to expand my palate. Today, today is not that day. Today, we're tasting uh, the Samuel Smith Yorkshire Stingo. This comes from the UK. Uh, ale aged in oak ale casks, uh, matured for over a year. Uh, picked this up on my beer shopping trip up to, uh, I apologize, I still have slightly stuffy nose. I picked this up on my beer shopping trip up to the BevMo, which you guys hopefully watched. Um, I can't remember how much this was. I think it was eight or nine bucks. The Sammy Smith stuff is generally pretty inexpensive. But if you head over to beeradvocate.com, it's got a 91 score on there. So I was kind of like, wow, it's an English strong ale. Uh, I'm not going to read any of the, uh, I'm not going to read any of the reviews right now, but I do want to pour it. I have a cup right here. This is a modern times cup that I picked up uh, recently. I like fancy glassware. I'm going to be opening this uh, uh, non-cork, non-cork. I hate corks. Actually, Ruby Roo made me afraid of, uh, of of caps as well, not just corks. Of course, I'm going to be pouring this over my keyboard, which is what we do. Doesn't seem super carbonated. Uh, I'm going to give it a bit of an aggressive pour here at the end, so we can get a nice little head on there. Looks nice. That is looking good. That is looking good. Nice, uh, nice, creamy, foamy looking head on there. It's sort of a translucent brownish color. You can't really see through it. Um, if I wasn't so stuffed up, I'm sure I'd be able to smell this better. Uh, it smells like, uh, yeah, it smells like an English, like an English, kind of smells like Boddington's. I don't know if you ever had Boddington's, but it smells like an English, uh, English strong ale. Yeah, it smells good. Uh, here it is, the Yorkshire Stingo. Let's give it a let's give it a sip. Here's to you. I like that view through the cup. Um, there's some. Uh, there's actually some sourness to this. Uh, it's kind of, uh, it kind of has a slight like farmhouse sourness to it. Yeah, it's got, uh, 
it's got a very like uh, like low notes, like pruney honey ish flavor. Uh, it's really really good. It's not. Uh, it is quite carbonated. It's not very heavy on the palate. It's 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 a lighter feeling beer. It's not syrupy. It doesn't have a big body or a big mouth feel. But yeah, there's a little bit of sourness and also a little bit of sweetness uh, on the finish. I get a little bit of that honey, like a like Swedish, uh, not Swedish, sweet-ish, uh, like honey uh, prune flavor. It's quite good. It's quite good. And, you know, I I enjoy everything that Samuel Smith, pretty much everything that Samuel Smith has put out. Their chocolate stout is one of my favorite beers just of all time. I always, if I see it, I will always uh, buy it. Unfortunately, let's see. You know what would pair with this? Super Secret Graham Cult Juice. Caramel Corpse might actually pair pretty well with this. Let's give it a shot. We're going to be talking about this atomizer in the first impressions. Uh, this is the AF 454 Big Block V. <gasps> Sorry, V2. Yeah, Caramel Corpse. Oh, that is a good beer juice. That is, uh, wow, that is really good with that Yorkshire Stingo. I'm, I'd be interested, uh, yeah, I want to try all the Sammy Smith stuff. I just do. I just like the stuff that they do. And I know uh, there's, and you know, here's the thing. Um, Ruby Roo in the vaping world is the only, Ruby Roo and Joe are the only people that I talk to about beer. And so I know that Ruby Roo had an issue with Sam Smith. Like, uh, we were talking about it, and she's like, oh, well, they use the za. They use something in their beer, and it's stupid. Um, but I don't know what that was. I don't know the problem that she had with Sammy Smith. Whatever. I think it's a good beer. It's pairing well with this Caramel Corpse. So cheers, here's to you. Let me have one more sip before we, uh, before we move forward. It's good. Oh, it's good. I would like, I would like a growler of that. Where's the Sammy Smith Brewery? I need to go there. So yeah, this is going to be a long vlog. So we're uh, let's move forward a little bit. Let's move forward a little bit. Uh, I want to bring up uh, Sherwin who messaged me on Facebook. Sh uh, let me just uh, try to find this message right here. Uh, Sherwin. Hi, Nick. My name is Sherwin. I'm the shop owner, Trinity Vapor Lounge, and e-juice manufacturer, forming the North Carolina chapter of Safada. Uh, for the purpose of fundraising, we have established a 501c4 nonprofit organization. That is great. Uh, and they have hired a lobbyist to fight for the rights of shop owners, uh, juice making, and industry startups. We would like to forward our mission statement to you. The website is ncvapingcouncil.com, which I'll post a link to in the description if you're in the North Carolina area. If you feel comfortable, it would be possible to give us a shout out on your show and we can get some publicity publicity for our cause. We need North Carolina shop owners slash juice makers slash industry startups to help contribute to our cause. We are PayPal ratty and asking for a $200 monthly contribu contribution, which equates to less than $7 per day. I appreciate all you do and look forward to receiving an email 
so we can forward you our mission statement. Uh, just head over to NorthCarolinaVapingCouncil.com if you're in the North Carolina uh, area. There's a lot of local Savada chapters uh, popping up. I know uh, Dimitri's doing some big work in Tennessee. Uh, we have uh, a lot of Southern California Savada chapters as well. And now there's one in, uh, in North Carolina. So thank you Sherwin for setting that my way. I'll post a link in the description to the North Carolina Vaping Council if you're so interested. Altria, what does Altria say? Oh, this is great. Oh, this is good. Before we get into any first impressions, I think this will be the last thing. Uh, yes, I think this will be the last thing that we talk about. So I believe Flitzanu, my good, good buddy, uh, Flitzanu, who I get to hang out with this weekend. And uh, we're just, there's going to be leg hugs happening all over Flitzanu's body. Uh, Altria. Altria had a press release uh, April 7th, 2015, the day after my birthday, Richmond, Virginia. Today, <clears throat> Altria's innovative tobacco products company, Newmark, remember that, uh, launches VaporRights.com, a website for adult vapors who are interested in information on advocacy and public policy issues relating to vaping products. Newmark believes that it's important for adult vapors to make their voice heard on the issues that affect them. Vapor Rights offers adult vapors information, tools, and resources to help get them informed, involved, and active on vape legislation and regulatory issues. Source Altria. Altria is big tobacco. Uh, I, uh, I sat down and, you know, did a little bit of research, but uh, Altria is big tobacco. Altria makes, uh, what, uh, what, what, what does Altria make? Uh, Altria is part of Philip Morris. That's right. Philip Morris is Altria, our products. Um, Let's see. Oh, they don't list brands? Oh, okay. Benson and Hedges, Basic, uh, Cambridge, Chesterfield Cigarettes, uh, Lark, Marlboro, Marlboro, Parliament, uh, Virginia Slims. So essentially, Marlboro, Lorillard, or not Marlboro, not Lorillard, Marlboro, Altria, uh, Philip Morris have launched a website called vaporrights.com and this is coming back to the would we accept help from big tobacco vaporrights.com it looks like an activism uh, website um, I hate that they call the products e-vapor products they should just call them vapor products but that's I'm not uh, on the Altria board I can't make those big decisions for them but they have a whole section about bans that are happening they have a whole section about uh, cities and states are trying to ban using e-cigs in public places uh, vapor rights believes that reasonable restrictions on vaping near schools and other places designated for children are appropriate sure uh, but complete public vaping bans are far too extreme. Vaping should be allowed in outdoor and public places like benches and parks. This is something that we've been fighting for for a while now. Business owners know best how to address the preference of their customers. They should be the ones deciding if vaping is allowed in their establishments, restaurants, stores, bars, or businesses they own. 
Yes, that is all correct. In fact, every link that I've clicked on this site, I have agreed with. Flavor bands, they have a whole section on flavor bands. Uh, Vapor Rights opposes flavor bans because they limit adult choice. They unfairly prevent adults from buying products they prefer. Flavor options exist for a variety of age-restricted consumer products, and they should be allowed in vapor products as well. Yes, I agree with all of those things. Regulation. FDA regulation. Uh... Vapor Rights believes that the FDA has an important role in regulating e-cigarettes. Vapor products contain nicotine, which is addictive. The FDA's decision will provide uniform national standards that will apply across the country. We believe the FDA should respect adult vapors' choices. This includes where products can be purchased and what types of products and product flavors that can be purchased. Take a reasonable, balanced approach to vapor regulation that is grounded in science. Make sure that e-vapor products are not sold to children. Yes. <laughs> this is, I don't know what to think about this. And it basically comes back to the problem or the question of would we accept help from big tobacco? Altria has set up this right new mark, which makes the mark 10, which makes Marlboro cigarettes. They have set up this site about us, issues, get involved, vaporrights.com. I'll post a link in the description. Would we, <laughs> would we accept help from Big Tobacco? I think I wanna name this blog. Would we accept help from Big Tobacco? Would we? I'm so torn on this, I don't even know what to think. Right now, I know that I wanna drink beer. Would we accept help from Big Tobacco? It's crazy. It's a crazy, crazy thing, this VaporRights.com. But that's, uh, that's what that is. That's that. That's that. All right. So right now, I have a lot to do. We're over half hour into this. It's time for some first impressions. <laughs> All right. It's time for some first impressions. All right. First impressions. Um, I have stuff. I've got a lot of stuff and junk and shit and things and junk and shit and things. So, <laughs> the first thing I want to talk about is uh, I got a couple of tanks. I got a couple of new tanks. You see, there's a lot of new, there's a lot of new uh, those sub ohm style tanks out there on the market. Of course, this was all kicked off really by the Aspire uh, Atlantis. So, what I'm filling up right now is the Aspire Atlantis version 2. Oh, it's so fancy. So there's uh, not really a huge uh, difference between the version 1 and the version 2, if I can be completely honest with you. The version 2 uses all organic cotton coil heads. It's got the same airflow, the same juice capacity, the same chimney on the inside. The only huge difference besides the new coil heads is... There's this new sort of weird airflow system at the top. So here's the bummer part about the new Aspire Atlantis version 2. Um, you can only use their drip tip. You see this big, huge, wideboard drip tip? That's the drip tip that you get to use even if you don't want to. Whether you want to or not, 
that's the drip tip you get to use because the inside is so oddly shaped, the, chi the chimney comes up through the middle, you can only use their drip tip. And you can only use their drip tip because this has airflow in the top. Okay, okay, let's do the focusy thing, guys. This has airflow at the top. You see those airflow holes across the top? You can turn them, you can close them. Those are closed. Now they're open and those offer just a little bit more sort of airflow if your vape is too hot. And I find that I don't really like using them. Check battery. Oh, shit, my batteries are dead. Oh, I can't believe I did that. Party foul. Segeli 100 watt. Dead batteries. I can't believe I did that. Check your batteries, Nick. Let's grab, uh, let's grab these. These will be fine. These will be fine to go in here. Uh, yeah, okay. Okay, so no big deal. No big deal. We just change out the batteries. I'm using the Segeli uh, 100 watt and this coil head in here, one, two, three, four, five, is, one, two, okay. Good Lord. Oh, pardon me, sorry, Sheik. Ah, oh, Sheik, I forgot to give a shout out to Sheik. I met Sheik at VPX. He was there, the guy that I always apologize to when I'm like, sorry, Sheik, every time I burp, he hates it when I burp, and I met him, and he burped. He didn't burp, uh, but we, we met him, and I think I got a picture of him. If I have a picture with him, I'll put it here, Otherwise, uh, there won't. I won't have a picture of him. But super cool, super nice guy. Um, sorry, Sheik, I burped. 0.3 ohm coil head, 54 watts, 4.2 volts. Now let's vape it. Performance is nice. I hate those airflow uh, holes at the top. I just don't like them. They don't serve any purpose to me. I close them off and I get much better flavor and much better performance. Much, much better flavor. Um, so they come in two versions. There's a Mega and then there's the standard Aspire Nautilus version or Aspire Atlantis version two, which looks exactly like the version one with the exception of airflow holes in the tip which i don't use anyway now the heads i believe are backwards compatible so if you have an atlantis version one say you have the atlantis version one or even the version one with the extension tank you can use the new coil heads in those tanks so you can have the full organic cotton coil heads in those tanks personally this isn't even much of an upgrade, uh, Aspire. It looks the same, it feels the same, it vapes the exact same, only now we have airflow holes in the top that I don't use, and I have to use your drip tip that I don't really want to use. That's what happened with the Aspire Atlantis version two. So, let me grab, uh, let me grab uh, this. This is the Mega. Oh, the Mega. So this still only holds five mils, even though it's the size of a freaking baby arm. It still has, you have to use their drip tip. 
same wideboard drip tip. You have to use their drip tip and it has the airflow on top and it has loads of airflow in the bottom. It has four airflow holes along the bottom. Focus. It's got four airflow holes along the bottom and these are adjustable so you can click these around and adjust your airflow but you have to be using all four all at the same time which is yeah. The problem I'm having with this tank, what's the coil head on here? So this is an ohm. Um, I'm rocking this, it's one ohm, I'm rocking it at 7.7 .7 volts. The flavor is the performance is ugh. it's not great it's just not great okay I take that back the performance is actually really nice but the flavor the flavor on this one not good it's just not good there's too much airflow that's over 7 volts that's 7.7 .7 volts on a 1 ohm coil head this is pineapple cake i vape a fuck ton of pineapple cake i vaped it in i think i vaped it in almost every atomizer that i've ever owned right now it's sitting in the aeolus nicely and it's just delicious this tastes nothing like pineapple cake it tastes like airy fucking cake that i don't like the way it tastes I don't like it. So what I'm going to do is turn down the airflow. So when I have the airflow full open, it's just that swooshy sound that you're used to from an Aspire Atlantis. It's not too loud. It's not too jet engine-y sounding. It doesn't sound like a fucking wind tunnel. When I turn this down to the airflow that I actually want, it whistles like crazy. Do you hear that? Dogs all over my neighborhood are freaking out right now. Flavor's better, but now it whistles. Turn it maybe a little bit bigger. There's no going back. Does this help airflow whistle? Yes, all the airflows whistle. The flavor gets, pardon me, the flavor gets better as you lower the, the airflow, but as you lower the airflow, it freaking whistles. I hate that. Now we're back to the biggest one, no whistling. The jury's still out on these tanks. The new coil heads are pretty great. They perform very, very nice. I don't get dry hits. I don't get gurgliness. I just get really good, dense vapor. The flavor is better on the smaller sized Atlantis version 2 than on the bigger size Atlantis version 2. The bigger size has a bigger capacity and more airflow options, but as you rotate those airflow options down, you get to deal with the dog whistle sound. It's almost uncomfortable even for me to listen to. So, obviously, yes, I will report back 
in the future with how these perform over the course of time if they get any better if they get any worse i can't imagine that mega getting any worse but I actually really like this one. I took it to VPX and I rocked it there just because I like having a tank at meets. I'll probably bring this to, uh, I might even bring this to Vape Bash. I'm not really sure. It's nice, 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 nice flavor. So I have another tank as well. I have two more tanks. Fuck, three more tanks to talk about? I got a Matrix. This is the Matrix tank. Looks like a lot of other sub-ohm tanks. It uses the same Cylon-style airflow, has a uh, four and a half mil juice capacity, has a uh, 0.2 ohm coil in there. It has airflow along the top as well that you can open and close just like the other tanks. And uh, you don't have to use their drip tip though. You can use your own drip tip, but you lose the airflow adjustment. Here's the problems that I've had with this tank. It's the only tank that I've ever had, any sub-ohm tank that I've ever had that gurgles and gets juice in my mouth. I have a single coil head for this, and it's the coil head that's in here now. I'm trying to procure some more coil heads so I can see if it's a widespread problem or not, but the coil head that I got, which looks a lot like the Arctic coil heads, it has big vertical, will you be able to see in there? It has big vertical slots in it. No, you can't really see, but there's big vertical slots in it, and it gurgles. Do you hear the gurgling going on? And I thought it was my fault. I thought I fucked up. I thought I put... I thought maybe I didn't screw the coil head down in there enough. So I took it apart recently. I put the coil head aside. I cleaned out the whole tank. I seated it in there really nice. I filled it up. I put it all back together. The gurgle remains. Even if you tilt it upside down like this. Still get that wicked gurgly sound. Wicked gurgly sound. Uh, I don't like it. I'm waiting for some more coil heads from the Matrix to see if they all gurgle. Because if they all gurgle, that sucks. That sucks. With so many sub-ohm tanks out there, you can't afford to release a tank that gurgles. People aren't just people just aren't gonna stand for it. It just gurgles. I can't get over that. The flavor is really nice. The performance is really nice. I just wish it didn't gurgle. So I also got this tank, and this tank comes from Inakin, and I like it because it has that bell, you know, that bell cap sort of look on there. It doesn't have a metal top cap, which I really, really like. It does use a Cylon style airflow, but it's got that bell cap on there, which is kind of fantastic. In fact, I'm gonna fill this up real quick right now and show you. You don't unscrew the bottom, you unscrew the tank from the base like this and you end up with a little a little cup a little plexi cup right there and you take your juice I'm using a 50-50 juice in here this is a Boilermaker Forge and you can fill it up all the way to the brim you can fill this tank up all the way all the way to the brim which I think is just uh, fantastic nope I wasn't using Boilermaker Forge in here. I just mixed two juices together. Way to go, Nick. There's the coil head. It's got, thank you, Brian. 
It's got a mesh screen over the top of it. Let me set this down so I can show it to you a little bit better. It's got like this uh, mesh over the top of it. And you can, if you kind of look in there, it has two, uh, it has two sort of juice holes. And I got some dry hits on this because I think it, because it only has those two juice holes, I can't believe I just mixed two juices in here. Thankfully, they're very similar juices. But I'm going to put this on here. This coil head is 0.5 ohms. I have it at 25.2 watts on the uh, VaporShark RDNA. performance is nice the flavor is nice i actually like closing off the air about halfway you can leave this full open and it feels like a goddamn rda it's got super big airflow i like to close it down just a little bit i like a little bit more resistance in my in my vaping that's it full you can't quite fill it all the way up when you flip it upside down, you can see how full it is, but there's a little bit of a reservoir in the base here that, that kind of, you know, takes some of that liquid, so you can't quite fill it up full all the way. That's about as full as it gets. Um, three and a half mil juice capacity. Uh, this is a 0.5 ohm coil. There's another coil head that they included. Uh, let me show you that. That's not it. This. This is the coil head. And you can kind of see the mesh on top. You can see the mesh on top. You can see the two juice flow holes. You can see that's the airflow, which is crazy. It is a crazy big airflow. This one, I believe, is... Okay, so these are both 0.5. These are both 0.5 ohm coils. And... Uh, you know what they work in fact i might take this with me to uh i might take this with me to uh to vape bash just because i i really want to put this tank through its paces it just arrived and i want to see how well it does in traveling like i said i got a few dry hits um i don't think i was pulling hard enough like if you just do a You're not quite pulling juice into the chamber. And I got a couple of dry hits. So I turned my wattage down and I started dragging like way harder to make sure that that juice is, uh, is getting in there. It's been fine. It's been good overall. The vape on it actually reminds me a little bit more of a cardamizer, which we're gonna vape later because it's very, very crackly. It's very, very crackly. It crackles like a cardamizer used to crackle. But it's been uh, it's been good. Okay, the last tank that I want to talk about, I got the Limo Two, the E-Leaf Limo version two. I never had the Limo version one, and this is the Limo version two sitting on the IPV Mini version two. Ooh, it's got a dead battery. Oh, it's got a dead battery. Let me change the battery in this. I'm bad with uh, batteries and changing them out and putting them back in. So let's. Uh, you need to go on the charger. You need a new battery. So this is the IPV Mini version 3. Version 3? I, I think it's the IPV Mini version 3. 
Let's see what it says when I turn it on. How about that? One, two, three, four, five. Yep, Pioneer IPv Mini version two. Okay, there you go. It's the IPv Mini version two. I've seen a lot of people rocking these. Uh, I know for sure Cheeksy in all of her videos, she has one of these with a Grim Army sticker on it, just so you know. Uh, this is a 0.5 ohm coil that I built in here. I have it at 39.2 watts. This is a high VG juice. This is Cardamator Crush from Epiclouds. It's a 70% VG juice. Flavor's okay. The flavor is nice. It's not as intense as I would like it. Uh, Cardamator Crush is a strawberry champagne flavor, and the flavor on it is a little intense and I like that intense like refreshing champagne strawberry, champagne strawberry flavor and I'm kind of not quite getting it with this tank Matt from suck my mod had sent me a text when he first got it and he's like I'm having like crazy wicking issues with this and he was showing me the deck and I was like oh yeah and that and the holes and the gasket and I don't know because I don't have one so when I got it I saw yeah the juice flow holes look a little bit small they look smaller he showed me compared to the limo version one the juice flow holes were more plentiful I think there was four and there's only two in this I haven't had any wicking issues Matt um this is 70% VG juice, and it's just been wicking like a champ. Uh, the flavor is eh, but I can tell that the flavor is going to be eh because of the big chimney in there. The chimney in there is very, very wide. What I do love about this tank is the deck is easy to build on, and filling it is super easy. Let me show you this. I don't know if it was like this on the version 1, but that's where you fill it on the version 2. You just spin this and you have a big open area right there to just dump your juice in, and then you close it back off. And it's protected on both sides by O-rings, and it clicks into place. It's so, so, so easy to fill, it's ridiculous. But my uh, Limo V2 has been, uh, has been performing just uh, fantastic. I hate lip crud. You get lip crud on, uh, on drip tips. It's been performing fantastic. I'm going to put this through its paces. I will report back in a future video on how the Limo version 2 from E-Leaf is doing for me. I, so far, I like the airflow. I'm not a big fan of the flavor, but I love the deck, and I love, love how easy it is to fill. It's just nice. It's just been really, really nice. So I have two more things to talk about here in the first impressions before we get to any viewer mail. I got uh, I got a package from Local Vape for my birthday. Uh, they found out it was my birthday and sent me a package, which was very, very nice. It was a lot of t-shirts and stickers, including this anarchist uh, shirt, which I, I really like. I like Ownboy OC, so I like supporting him. They sent me from Kryptonite Vapor the 454 Big Block version 2. So they sent me a version one and a version two, and the version two is just, it's kind of a simplified version of the atomizer. If you're familiar with the atomizer, there's a couple of portions involved as far as there's an airflow ring, there's this, that, and the other, and the top cap is three different pieces. This is all one piece. 
the drip tip is that. It's proprietary. I've stuck another drip tip on here just because it gets so hot. I like the extra Delrin distance on the top. I built a quad coil on here that uh, let me vape, well, let me try to show you a picture of the quad coil I built on here. But the way that you build on this is a little bit weird. Uh, there's one tall center post and then there's four negative posts and you build your coils and then there's a ring that comes down that captures all of the bottom coils all at the same time. Um, I was really, really worried because I was using 24 gauge anarchist wire and even when I snipped it really close to the deck, there was still a little bit of wire poking out and I couldn't get my top cap on without scraping those wires, right? And so I'm like, this is gonna short. This is just straight up gonna short. So I, I juiced it up, I pushed the top cap on there, it scraped along those wires no shorts, only, only solid performance. It has four airflow holes all the way around it. So if you're an over dripper, there's a good chance that this could leak on you. I am not an over dripper. I'm very meticulous about my dripping. Um, I am an over dripper, but I haven't had this leak yet. The airflow is big. The airflow is big and nice. It gives you really big clouds, and I like the reduced chamber. I like how small this is. It gives me a really, really nice flavor. Even with a quad coil, even running that high wattage, this came out to uh, 0.7, uh, 0.17 ohms, and so I'm rocking it on a sub-ohm cell right now. It's been great. Uh, the flavor is really nice. I get very little bits of spit back. Um, it's kind of a balancing act with the juice and the coils and the wick and to prevent that spit back. I haven't had any leaking issues yet, but I have a feeling they're coming just because it has four holes in it. I might actually take this atomizer to, uh, to vape bash with me as well. It's a very, very warm vape. Like I said, it came in at 0.17 ohms. Uh, it's really warm, it's really flavorful, and it's really airy. And it's weird because I've never had that combination of like airy and flavorful at the same time. Anyway, it's the 454 version two from Kryptonite Vapor. And once again, yes, I will report back in a future video with how this holds up. I may actually take this to Vape Bash with me. You ever vape burp? just a very very warm vape all right this is too long this is already an hour long let me do my last first impressions we're gonna do retro vaping we're gonna get the hell out of here so this this is a mod that comes from power box limited um, got this at uh, vapor slam in winston-salem north carolina so this is a series wired mod which means if you have two 18650s in there under uh, uh without a load it's pushing out about 8.4 volts and it has a little reader display on there to show you and under load it's about 7.6 volts i built a one ohm coil in my eve atomizer and i was really worried i'm like i don't want to vape at 7.6 volts even though i was rocking a tank at 7.6 volts I was scared to vape at 7.6 volts. Turns out with a one ohm coil, it's very, very nice. 
It actually feels a lot like a uh, a 0.2 ohm coil at 3.7 volts, which is kind of my sweet spot. It's not really even that warm. And I, w I don't know what I was so terrified about with the 8 volt thing, but it's 7.6, it's 7.7 7 volts on a 1 ohm coil. It's flavorful, it's plentiful, and it's not really even that warm. You'll probably notice that there's a strip of LEDs around this whole thing when I take a vape on it. So obviously this isn't for like, uh, you know, stealth vaping in a movie theater. You're not going to want to use this, but it does have a readout display. It's got very thick wires on there. It's got a spring-loaded center pin. It has a sled with two 18650s on the inside and then a string of LEDs that goes all the way around. Um, I really like the feel of this mod. It feels substantial. It feels durable. I really like the button. I'm interested to see how long this button lasts. Um, I let Mast inspect it from the Plumes of Hazard at North Carolina, and he's like, oh, look, yeah, it looks like it's wired really good, and they use this, that, and the other, and there's no MOSFET to protect the switch, so I'm not sure how long that switch is going to last. I'm going to see how long this switch is going to last. So far, I've really enjoyed it. Um, I like vaping with one ohm coil at 7 volts. It's just something I like. surprisingly surprisingly good all right so we did all this stuff we talked about big tobacco we talked about first impressions now what i want to do is get to some retro vaping All right, so I'm gonna wrap this up with some retro vaping. I apologize, I'm not gonna be able to get to any music or uh, viewer mail this week, but I got a new cardamizer. It's actually a very, very old, old cardamizer that I'm gonna fill up with juice. I'm gonna use a 50-50 juice, and I uh, my plans are to rock it on this, uh, on this atomizer. I'm using a Namber Juice Classic uh, Atlanta Peach Leaf because I know it's 50-50, and uh, the reason it's 50-50 is to work in things like tanks and cardamizers. I'm using the condom fill method. You fill the little condom up with liquid, and you saturate the inside of your, uh, of your cardamizer. This is an extra large cardamizer, so it's gonna hold a lot more juice. Once upon a time, dude, everybody used cardamizers. Everybody used cardamizers, and I was looking through my box of cardamizers, and I still have, I don't know, probably five or six boxes of cardamizers. I probably have 40 or 50 cardamizers still. So I figured let's use them for some, uh, let's use them for some retro vaping. So this cardamizer's nice and full. I can feel it. Yeah, it feels full, man. And so I decided, let's use these for uh, retro vaping. And the first box of cardamizers that I grabbed out was 2.9 ohms. <laughs> 2.9 ohm cardamizer. That is silly. So the mod that I actually want to talk about, uh, I believe I got at Vape Bash uh, from Ed the Green, my good buddy Ed that I'm going to get to see again this weekend. Um, this is the Mantis. I did a review of this mod. So this is a completely... Delrin white Delrin mod. It's got a wired switch on the inside. 
obviously no MOSFET, obviously very, very thin wires in there. I'm gonna put an 18650 in here. Oh, oh, you don't fit in there, 18650, do ya? It's probably because you don't have a... <sighs> okay, okay, okay. So I forgot that this has to use button top batteries and I don't have any button top batteries at the moment. So what I'm gonna to attempt to do is push up this base a little bit so that uh, a battery will fit in there. Okay, so that fits in there now. Let's close up this Mantis. And what I thought was so great about this Mantis is there's an LED in the top. So when you push it, it lights up green. Any engraved Grim on there. I use this, uh, well, I use this a lot. This is a, supposed to be a 1.7 ohm. Okay, it's vaping. This is supposed to be a 1.7 ohm coil. Um, it's the lowest resistance cartomizer that I could find. And if you're not hip to what a cartomizer is, I've got a couple videos about, so you want to use cartomizers, and then I did a teardown of a bunch of cartomizers a number of years ago. Let me get a drip tip for this because I don't want... Uh, I don't want copious amounts of juice in my mouth. Yeah, let's rock it with this. That's exactly how I used to rock it, just like that, with that cherry vape drip tip on there. Cartomizer, 50-50 uh, PGVG juice. This is a, an unregulated 3.7. That's it. I don't think you could sub-ohm on this uh, just because of the switch, the way that it is, and because there's a big juice well and I don't think an RDA would seat down in there. So I'm gonna rock it with a cartomizer. Let's go back in time and vape like it's 2011. Whoa, clouds, bro. That's it, that, that was vaping. That is how I vaped. I have a very, very vivid memory of walking around, uh, New York with Lou and Violet and Amber after the first VaporCon event and I was vaping my Mantis with a cartomizer and I had some sort of cherry tobacco juice in there and it was raining and it was just, I remember thinking, man, this is just such a good vape. I love this mod. I love how light it is. I love the battery life. I like the LED. I just love everything about this mod. Wow. I remember, I love everything about this mod and uh, it was great. Obviously these are no longer for sale. I would like to see Ed bring back the Mantis. He could do, he could do a Delrin box, double 18650 MOSFET switch uh, and just, it would be rocking. That's what I want. It could even still have an LED on the inside. An LED could still be wired to the switch. Ed, make it happen. Make the Mantis version two with dual 18650s and a MOSFET switch and I will buy one just because I liked your original Mantis so much. I think these sold for around 70, 80 bucks. I'm not quite sure. I know for sure he still doesn't make them, but uh, 
he did for a while and it actually came with a cardo tank that was white and square so that it could be like a whole thing like you put your square tank on your square mantis mod and you just vaped it look at that look at that led in there that is so cool still working on my ill game but yeah that's retro vaping with the mantis haven't vaped a cardo in a while and uh haven't vaped the mantis in a while and i saw this sitting on my shelf over here and i was like I remember how much I freaking love that mod. In fact, I'm going to pop the battery out of here and just display it like that with an extra long cardamizer and a cherry vape uh, pond drip tip on there that's all so matchy-matchy. But, uh, but yeah, so that's it. That's the vlog. We're done with the vlog. I'm going uh, to Chicago today. So, um, again, my replies on emails, comments, PMs, Instagram, stuff like that will be slow and delayed uh, as... You know, that's pretty par for the course for traveling, but we do have a lot of cool stuff coming up. We're continuing the Mech Mod Monday, the Topper Tuesday, and the Wildcard Wednesday. I've got a lot of regulated mods, obviously a lot of sub-ohm tanks. I've picked up a lot of stuff. I have the Doge X. Uh, I've got the Switch Mod. I've got uh, the new Haze Mini RDA. I've got... Uh, I've got the new uh, quad mod from Vapehead Origins. A um, lot of stuff. A lot of stuff going on. A lot of stuff happening. Um, but yeah, we're going to go up to Chicago. We're going to release some Grim Cult to the world. And we're going to call it good. I hope to have a great time up there. Um, I can't really think of anything right now that I want to say or communicate. So good. We're not going to ramble. I got the Anarchist mod. I got... The Kryptonite mod, Switch mods, the Dogecorn mod, um, tons of stuff. Tons of stuff, tons of stuff. Uh, thanks so much for hanging in there with me, guys, and hope you enjoyed the vlog. Uh, hope to see, meet, hang out with some of you in Chicago. It's going to be, oh, good times, and that's what I got. Thank you so much for watching, everybody, and as always, 8 volts. Let's keep on vaping. Nope. Hang on. I sit here and I practice my O's for hours and hours and hours and hours. And I'm not getting any better. There was a couple in there. Man, I suck. <laughs>